0: Hey friends, uh, today I would like to just touch on a little story out of the Old Testament concerning Abraham and Sarah and um, and Sarah's maidservant Hagar and, and Ishmael even. It's a great, great story, true story of course. Remember, God told Abraham to go from his country of Ur and God promised he would make of him a great nation. So Abraham went, right? He went out from earth, not knowing where he was going, uh, only trusting God as he went. He had a lot of growing to do during his journey, but he believed God. And Sarah was childless. And they wondered along the way how God would keep this promise uh, that God would make of Abraham, or Abram at that time, a, a great nation because he had no heir. But God assured him and them over and over that he would give them a son. He told Abraham in Genesis um, 15, 4 through 6, your very own son shall be your heir. And he brought him outside and said, look toward heaven and number the stars if you are able to number them. Then he said to him, so shall your offspring be and he believed the Lord and he counted it to him as righteousness Uh, there's the faith of Abraham right it's counted to him and it's counted to us as righteousness if we believe in the words of God and and in the promise of the Messiah even Jesus well about 10 years later it seems Abraham and Sarah were impatient and questioned how God might keep his word and Sarah convinced Abraham to, to sleep with her maidservant Hagar that she might have a child so that's the way that that worked in, in the worldly um, culture that they were in people thought of that as a suitable way to get a child in your household um, if a woman could not have children for whatever reason Genesis 16, 1-4 talks about how this came about, and it says this, And he went into Hagar, and she conceived. And and so after this, Hagar appears to have considered herself elevated to a much greater position in the household. In some ways, even greater than Sarah, because uh, although she was a servant, She now carried Abraham's son. And so these sparks begin to fly between her and Sarah. And Hagar fled away. And this is where the main part of our text comes in. Verse 7 of chapter 16 in Genesis. The angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness. The spring on the way to Shur. So scholars believe that the angel of the Lord in the Old Testament is a reference many times, maybe all times, to appearances from Jesus. For one reason, the angel of the Lord accepts worship. And here, um, Sarah seems to be calling him Lord and God. Anyway, it says he found her in the wilderness by a spring. <laughs> For us, wow, Jesus is the one who finds us. Right? He sees us in our wilderness, in our hunger for purpose and satisfaction. Jesus is our spring of living water. He is the only one who can satisfy. The Bible says, He is not far from anyone. And all we have to do is call out to Him, to turn to Him, to look to Him in faith. And He is here. So, Verse 11 continues, And the angel of the Lord said to her, Behold, you are pregnant and shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord has listened to your affliction. So God sees Hagar in her distress and her anguish. Um, She is not an ancestor in the lineage of Jesus like Isaac will be. Millions of her offspring will be of Muslim faith. They're going to strive against Israel and against much of the world. Still, Jesus sees her. He loves her. And he cares for her. And he provides for her. And he guides her. Verse 13 and 14. uh, In the NIV says this. She gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. Therefore, the well was called Berla Aroah. And this means the well of the living one who sees me. <laughs> uh, the message of hope is this, friends. Jesus sees you. Jesus sees me. In. Our affliction, He sees us right now, no matter where we are, no matter what we're going through. You may be Jewish, you may be Gentile like Hagar, or you may already be a believer in Jesus. It does not matter, Jesus sees us right where we are. And He loves us right now. He's our spring of living water. He wants to be our joy. And He wants to be the one that we put our faith and hope and trust in. He wants to be our greatest delight. And we can trust his promises. Um, he made, God made promises to Abraham and Sarah. And he also made promises to Hagar. You can read all about it. So in closing today, I want us to think about the promise of the Messiah. Uh, from before the foundation of the world, God looked out upon us even. And he knew we were gonna need a savior. He knew you were gonna need a savior and me. And so God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son who lived a perfect life, the life that none of us would ever live. And then Jesus willingly died the death that we deserve. The Bible says the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus took the wages of sin for us with his death. He was paid our wages with his life. And and all those who believe in him will be raised up one day just as he was raised. (laughs) And now, in this broken world, we have the power of the resurrection residing in us. Jesus is in us. And so now, um, even though the world is broken all around us, even our bodies, uh, we can have great joy and victory um, over sin in our life as we walk with Jesus. We can have this great joy. So this is the gospel. This is the hope uh, and good news for mankind promised even in the Garden of Eden after Adam and Eve rebelled and trusted and believed in Satan over God. And now God has given us a chance. He has given us mercy and grace so that we might trust God's word again over the promises of the world and the promises of Satan. So I hope you'll delight in Jesus and God's word. Find your hope in him today. Remember, no matter what. Where you are, no matter matter what kind of pain in your heart, in your body, in your soul uh, that you may experience, no matter how people are doing you wrong or what tribulations and trials you have, Jesus sees you and he does offer you springs of living water uh, for all who will believe in him springs of living water that flow up out of us so that we might not ever thirst again we might rest in him and have fellowship and peace with god father god thank you for your word today lord thank you that you see us and that you sent your only begotten son thank you for showing us the glory of god in the face of jesus christ lord opening our spiritual eyes up to see you thank you so much